on the Dr. H podcast, I will dive into the captivating world of health, wellness, and everything in between. I am your host, Dr. H, and I'm excited to be your personal guide on this journey to better living. So on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about mentorship excellence. I felt like this topic was so well needed simply because it is November. I hope you didn't think I would let this month go by and not mention the fact that we are in November. It is absolutely my favorite month, not only because it's my birthday month, but it is also when Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated was founded. It's the founding month, so we refer to it as Soros as November. Now, when I think about mentorship excellence, I did look this up via Google because, of course, like everybody else, I do tend to Google things just to see what Google has to say about topics that I'm speaking on. Google refers to mentorship as an experienced and trusted advisor. That is what the definition via Google says a mentor is. When I think about mentors in general, I know that I would not be a doctorate prepared nurse practitioner if I didn't have some wonderful mentors along the way. And speaking of November in itself, I would not be a soar of almost three years now without having some absolutely outstanding mentors along the way. So I definitely want to get into how to find a mentor, how to be in the right mindset to receive a mentor in this particular episode. When it comes to being a nurse practitioner, I know that there have been so many people that have poured into my journey. I've been a nurse practitioner now for over seven years. Absolutely crazy to even think about. Seven years ago, I was a baby nurse practitioner working primary care, trying to find my way, asking all the questions, all one million trillion of them. I was asking questions, trying to figure out how to treat my patients, how to make sure nobody died, how to make sure their medications got sent in on time, just trying to figure things out. And trying to write everything down, trying to remember every bit of it. Think about it. If you do not work medicine, think about it. All the things that we have to learn, your medications, the names of them, how to pronounce them. Y'all, it's a lot of words out there that we have to learn how to pronounce and sound educated and not butcher it all at the same time and help you understand what we currently understand. Not including, of course, any drug interactions, things that you may experience with the medications, their lab work, any x-rays or anything that you need, trying to explain all this mumbo jumbo to you, it can be a lot. So I have to definitely say thank you to each and every person that has poured into my mentorship excellence because it definitely takes a village to be a nurse practitioner, to be a soror, and a working soror, it takes a lot. It takes mentors that are along the way that advise you, meet with you, and invest in your personal story. 
whether it be professional for me as a nurse practitioner or personal when it comes to serving others in your community, like in a community outreach or a sorority, like I mentioned before. These particular things are important. If you want to elevate yourself to the next level, I definitely feel like it is important to make sure that you are not only pouring into someone else's journey, but if you are new to whatever your occupation or whatever you're trying to do, that you are finding the right person that can not only inspire you, but mentor you to elevate to the next level. Because I feel like us as humans, we do get comfortable sometimes in the aspect of I'm comfortable where I currently am and I'm good with that. That can get boring after a while because what are you going to do next? What is going to challenge you to be your best self and then some so you can potentially inspire others and they can elevate? So let's talk about ways to find a mentor. And these are ways that legit I have used over the years that have genuinely worked for me. And it's not some scientific type of thing. It's literally these particular tips are basic. Number one, just ask. Ask if they will be your mentor. I mean, didn't get any more simple than that, right? I have asked over the years when it comes to my nursing career, I've been a nurse now for 13 years, for people to be my mentor, people that I can shoot a text to if I have a question that's medical, or if I know they're a wife and a mom like me, I can shoot a question to them. Maybe they have an answer that I don't have. When it comes to being a nurse practitioner, same thing. I have friends that I literally can shoot a text to, be like, hey, I have X, Y, and Z going on. What do you think? I was kind of thinking that I would take this approach, but I I really would love your opinion on it. Just ask if they'll be your mentor. Worst case scenario is they say no, and that's okay. That's on them, and it's their loss if they don't want to pour into your personal journey. Move on and move forward. But you want to make sure that you're being open-minded to give them the opportunity to say, yes, I'll be your mentor or not right now. Number two, join occupational organizations. This can be an excellent way to find mentors because I have learned when you join occupational organizations, for example, With me being a nurse practitioner, one of the occupational organizations that I'm in is AANP. For you non-medical people out there, that pretty much stands for American Association of Nurse Practitioners. Nurse practitioners have licensing boards. That is what that was the licensing board that I chose to take my big test and become a nursing practitioner, uh, nurse practitioner with the AANP. That is one of the occupational organizations that I am a part of. A beauty of being a part of that occupational organization is you get an opportunity to travel. You get an opportunity to be a part of the website and be able to chat amongst yourselves and network. You would be amazed at when you join these particular organizations, how much networking you're able to do. 
open your mouth and have conversations guys sitting off to the side with a drink in your hand vibing to good music is not going to get you that mentor that you so desire get that drink whatever it may be and network have those conversations hey how are you my name is ashley harvey i'm a nurse practitioner it's as simple as that what's your name literally just like that i've come up in the middle of a conversation before not to interrupt it or be rude or anything and just literally been listening to the conversation and i just chime right in whatever the conversation is chime right in doesn't have to be fake or anything like that but show them that you're genuinely interested make genuine connections you would be surprised sometimes that some of the best genuine connections become the best mentor mentee relationships ever do it and see what happens you just might be surprised by it number three travel and network you could actually incorporate this with number two as far as joining occupational organizations when you're traveling and networking they pretty much go hand in hand I have traveled on family vacations and stuff like that, and I don't tend to pretty much give away that I'm a nurse practitioner when I'm on vacation simply because you will be amazed at all the random medical questions that I get. Spoiler alert, guys, when we're on vacation, the last thing I want to talk about is that scar you have to your face or this scratch over here what that means i'm just trying to relax and vibe just saying everybody out there may not be like that but i had to say it for the people in the back in case you were wondering that is why i will never just out and out say when i'm on a vacation what i do for a living because you would be amazed at the random peel and scratches and rash questions that i get people want to show you body parts y'all i don't want to see body parts on vacation i'm just trying to chill <laughs> but traveling and networking is a great way to find a mentor organic relationships can make some of the best mentor mentee relationships that you will ever see Something that's not forced is kind of what I'm saying when I mean organic. You don't have to force it. You don't have to force someone to be your mentor. It just organically flows that way. You want someone that you can get an honest feedback from and they be themselves unapologetically. That has made for some of the best friends as well as mentors for me in my personal and professional career i enjoy when somebody can shoot it to me straight no chaser and tell me what they really feel don't feel like they have to coddle my feelings if i need to stop something or i need to adjust how i'm doing something just tell it to me i would rather you do that than hold my hand and lie to me later so traveling and networking can definitely uh boost and help you find the right mentor i want to share some things as far as the mindset the keys to mindset to receive mentorship number one if you are going to receive a mentor they've agreed to be your mentor 
I want you to be receptive with an open heart. Be thankful that someone is investing in your journey. Y'all, being someone's mentor, it takes a lot of time, a lot of work. And you should be very receptive to what they have to say. Have an open heart. Does that mean that when they bash you, you just take it? Oh, absolutely not. Definitely not that. I'm, I would never tell you to do that. All I'm saying is if they're asking you or challenging you to do something a different way that you've never done it before, perhaps it's worth a look at. Perhaps it's worth considering. Sometimes I have learned that some of the best advice that I have received has been from mentors that have asked me to do something a different way that I'm not used to normally doing. Why is that? Because it is challenging me to be different. Sometimes employers or sometimes people are looking for us to do things in a different way that we wouldn't normally do them to see if we can excel that way also. Most people know that if you've been doing some way, for example, if you've been going right your entire life, your entire career, perhaps they want you to go left. Perhaps that one time that you go left, it could be a game changer for you. Let me give you an example of this. When I took my nurse practitioner boards, for those that don't know, I took it four times. Yes, the number four. I have super major test anxiety and tests are typically not my friend. There are two licensing boards when it comes to family nurse practitioner certification. I took one certification three times. I took one certification one time. In between times three and number four, I took it one way one time and I literally missed it, I think, by two points. I chose to go the opposite way back to the original one for the last attempt. Most of the people in my immediate circle that knew I was going to do this thought I was absolutely psychotic. They thought I had lost what few brain cells I had left. I even had a friend ask me, why in the world would you go back to the one that you were so many points off from? Versus just taking that one you just barely failed and missed by two points. Just go back to that one. That That's the key. Well, here was my mindset. And mind you, this was seven years ago. My thing was, I have something to prove. I've taken that test two other times and failed. I have something to prove. Not to other people, but to myself. I know that one is the one I'm meant to pass. I know that that one is the one that I need to prove to myself that that is the one I will be licensed in, not the one that's easier because I failed it by two points. And I'm here to tell you guys, I literally, that was attempt number four and I passed on the fourth attempt. I passed that one that I had failed two other times before. And... My friends still think I'm psychotic, but the method to the madness works. I went an opposite way that most people would have thought was absolutely insane to do because I just felt it was the right way to go. It worked. And if it works, why change it, right? Number two in the mindset to receive mentorship. 
goal set, whether that's monthly, yearly, and evaluate. Evaluate as far as where you've started versus where you currently are. Goal setting is something that I have been doing for years. I love to, at the top of the year, write out a list of things that I want to accomplish throughout the year. It doesn't mean that by September, I want to have this crazy whatever accomplished. I never make those particular type of goals. I write out personal goals, things that I want to accomplish with myself, whether that's a daily workout. Um, 10 times a month, I want to meditate. I want to make sure that I'm drinking half my body weight in water X amount of days within the month. I write down things that I feel like is obtainable. It's a challenge for me, but it's obtainable for me. I love to goal set because as you write these things down and you evaluate them within the month or the year, you can see how many things you have checked off your list. If you haven't checked a lot of things off of your list, then this can be a self-check to you. Don't use that time as an opportunity to put yourself down or belittle yourself. It is okay if you haven't accomplished a ton of things on your list. Reevaluate your goal setting and get it done. I love to set goals, uh, big ones and small ones, just to see what I can accomplish versus how far I've come. I do feel like it is important to reflect simply because it allows you to see how much you're blessed, how much you've invested in yourself, how much you have invested in others. Number three, pay it forward and mentor others. In the very beginning, I had so many uh, mentors when it comes to my nurse practitioner journey, as well as my Sigma journey. I have a ton of mentors in my Sigma journey um, when it comes to an actual mentor that I was assigned after becoming a member of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated, all the way to the actual committee chair that I actually partnered with when it came to learning the business of Sigma and being able to learn it the right way. Now, I feel like it is important to pay it forward and mentor others. You want to continue to pour into someone else's journey. If someone asks you and you're able to do it, pay it forward. Definitely feel the need to mentor others along their journey. I know for me in Sigma, I now have my first mentee. I'm so excited and I love her so much. And I feel like I'm fully invested in her Sigma journey and just her journey in life. So many times people assume when it comes to sorority life that we are all about the sororities. That's definitely not true. I'm invested in her personal life as well as her sorority journey into being a beautiful Sigma woman. I feel like Sigma as a whole, we're invested in everything about that person, not just their sorority journey. So I'm super excited now to pay it forward with her and any other nurse practitioner students that I happen to work with or brand new nurse practitioners that I work with. I'm so excited. So I want to leave you with this today. 
Mentorship can be the boost of confidence needed to elevate your personal or professional career to the next level. This is Dr. H. Until next time. And most importantly, remember that you have the power to make positive changes in your life. Start today. Prioritize your health. You are worth it. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and family. Together, we can create a supportive community that fosters growth and positive change. Your mental and physical health matters. And with Dr. H, you'll gain the tools to thrive in every aspect of your life.